I think that joining a cult is way less dangerous than murder and lobotomy. Would it be so bad if an 84-year-old got into heroin? Welcome to the Cat Organizational Podcast. You idiot. It's written down in front of you, you idiot. This is like the buffalo chicken wrap of answers. I haven't heard about hot orcs in a while. We were so horny for motion controls in 2005. I can't wait to come back and tell you how it was Noah's Ark, you asshole. I would also like to retroactively say I've never had cotton candy acid. So Andrew's 100% doing a voice, right? Everybody get off IMDb now. Time to record. This episode and probably this whole this whole podcast is a mistake. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this show, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comic books, video games, and how the best tool to have in the event of societal collapse is apparently a Dremel. Wait, I don't get it. Is that a reference to something? Um, is this a it's, personal thing? It's advice from another podcast I listen to. Apparently, um, Dremels make very mm. quick work of locks when you're trying to oh. uh, liberate supplies. Is, oh, is oh that, good. That joke was for Kyle. It was for me and me alone. <laughs> yeah. What podcast was it? Uh, Behind the Bastards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which I recommend. Not to plug a podcast that hasn't paid us or <laughs> talked to us at all, but it's a, good, it's a good podcast. Behind the Bastards, get at us. Yeah, hit us up. We're whatever. here for that hot Dremel action. <laughs> now, guys, I don't want to keep. I don't want to keep harping on how awful 2020 is, but I needed a framing device for this episode, and and was very tired when I was coming I mean, up with it. So here we are. Bottomless well. Um, times are hard. Rent keeps going up. And uh, people need to get creative to make up some extra cash, as well as maybe help out someone who's in a tight spot. So that's why I'm joined by Andrew Reheats Fish in the Microwave Henderson. That's me. Todd, always, seemingly always in the living room, Thomas. And Matt comes in late and blasts music while you're trying to sleep, Cole, um, who are with me today to tell me about their recent experience renting out that extra room at their place. And the super bad roommates they found. I need to admit that I've been that roommate a couple of times. <laughs> not the not the fish roommate, right? No, no, the because that's the, a crime against humanity. Last music when you're trying to sleep, roommate. Definitely not the fish roommate. You cook fish once, and if it needs reheated, you can yeah. bake it. But <laughs> if you microwave it, I'm throwing you and the microwave and the fish out. You've committed a war crime at that point. You have a special seat in hell. Yes. You cook fish once, and then if it needs to be reheated you cook a new fish <laughs> <laughs> so quick and fast intro guys we are doing um what superhero is the worst roommate and so tell me about your roommate uh, and what kind of stereotypical bad roommate they were and when you realized they might be more than that and might be a super bad roommate super is in parentheses super yeah. is in quotes. you can get that everyone yeah quotes That's very good andrew yeah i'll start sure the the Craigslist ad, it seemed it seemed so on point. Chill, hardworking dude looking for a similar minded roommate. Okay, fine, San- standard. I don't stay I don't stay out late, and I only have a small group of friends. Yeah, me neither. Perfect. Must be at least somewhat clean. Well, I'm definitely at least a seven, ten out of ten in cleanliness. No problem there. Sturdy furniture is a must. Preferably metal or stone, <laughs> or at least very tough wood. Absolutely no laminate. Okay, so <laughs> here is where I should have been paying attention. 
Now, reading that, I just thought maybe this guy really hates Ikea and maybe Pottery <laughs> Barn. Fair enough. I, I, can, I, can, I can trash that $25 bookshelf that I've had since college. No problem. Fine. This guy seems legit. I need to make ends meet. Let's do it. And then I met Colossus. <laughs> now, now, don't get me wrong. Colossus, or, or rather, uh, Piotr, or Peter, in air quotes, uh, Rasputin, uh, is, he's Russian. <laughs> cool. Up. Um, His he, last name is Peter. Rasputin. That, Peter Rasputin. That is the last name version of there's a bear in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, Rasputin is, is Russian yeah. smith. Or, yeah, exactly. Or well, at least Marvel would have you have you think. Peter Peter Rasputin, he is a super nice guy. He lets me take the good parking spot. He always asks me how my day was, and he's constantly offering to do the dishes and take out the trash. But the thing is, he's eight feet tall, and his skin isn't made entirely of steel. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, hence the name Colossus. Uh, the... The dude weighs no less than 300 pounds without the body armor that he insists on wearing all the time, even while watching TV. When he walks, the entire house shakes. Just, just when he gets up to pee, it sounds like the fucking second half of RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> what? What a weird reference. <laughs> but, but you knew exactly what I meant. I did. And, and the motherfucker just breaks everything like i know he's trying i get it but holy shit man i've replaced so many plates and glasses at this point <laughs> that target target probably thinks i'm trying to run a low-scale catering operation <laughs> so yeah now it's pretty clear that his specifications on furniture was not because he is just against the business ethics of mass-produced home furnishings that require minor assembly it's because he sits on a chair with the same force of a baby elephant being dropped from a crane two stories up. <laughs> Was that an Operation Dumbo Drop reference? It's more or less. So rip, rip everything that I've ever, I've ever owned. This is my, my terrible roommate, Colossus, a.k.a. Peter Rasputin. Um, I will point out Peter, Peter Rasputin, when he is not in Colossus mode, is a svelte 250. Because uh, <laughs> none of the X Men have any body fat, but other than that, yeah, that sounds pretty awful. Then that means does like when he goes into metal form, does he just automatically put on like all of that weight? Just his mass changes. It says um, weight normal two fifty, armored five hundred. So oh, that's yeah. lighter than I thought it would have been. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say because you said he weighs no less than three hundred pounds, and like. I weigh 295 and I'm not made of steel. I'm, I'm so, made mostly of like trans fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was trans the, fat that was and kombucha thing. if I know man's diet. <laughs> that, that was the thing. I think that the interpretation is a little bit different uh, based on what you look at because every, everything that every version of Colossus that I've seen, he's just always metal. Like yeah. he, never, he never isn't not yeah. metal. Um, but then I looked up how much does Colossus weigh, and it was like between 250 and 500. Like, All right, well, that doesn't really help my joke. So I just said, like, we'll call him, like, his his version of wearing a, of an old T-shirt and gym shorts is being 300 pounds. <laughs> All right. So that was where I went with that. Cool. All right. Uh, Matt, who moved in with you? Well, guys, I made a mistake, and that mistake was that I found a bulletin board 
with an advertisement on it that said looking for a roommate. And I called the number on the bottom of that advertisement. My issue is that I found that advertisement at a young political activist rally. And oh boy. <laughs> maybe not the best place best place to pick up a roommate. Why were you, why were you trolling for friends at a young <laughs> young political activist rally? I don't know, Andrew. Might be because I consider myself a young political activist in this this the headspace in which we are making this podcast. But <laughs> Matt, is your is your new roommate Ben Shapiro? <laughs> no, no. No, it was it was a it was a very blue young political <laughs> activist rally. I mean, a oh, very really blue good. young political activist rally. And so here's the thing. I thought here in 2020, <laughs> yes, thank you. Here in 2020, if I'm going to find someone who I'm going to share my living space with, it should be somebody who sees things the same as I do. And so I called up this guy named Hank, Hank McCoy. In fact, he's more educated than I am. He's a doctor, Dr. Hank McCoy. And I was like, if this guy is a young political activist who already has his doctorate, there's no way he's going to be a bad roommate. And to be completely honest with you, I guess I should say that he's not. But here's the thing, right? I don't know if you guys have ever had a roommate that you personally know is the worst, but every other person who knows them thinks that the sun shines out of their ass and that they are just the best. That's my experience right now because I'm living with this guy, Dr. Hank McCoy. And what that means is that every single word that comes out of my mouth gets corrected because this guy is so much smarter than I could ever be. Like so much smarter than I could ever be. And you know, that's fine. But like, it's everything. It's like I'm making a sandwich and I go to put mayo on my sandwich. And he says, oh, actually, you should put it on the cheese and not on the bread because the bread won't get soggy. And I'm like, listen, Hank, I just want to make a damn sandwich. <laughs> or when I'm changing the toilet paper in the bathroom and I put it with the roll coming over the toilet paper, he switches it around and he says, no, actually the patent from 1834 says that the toilet paper should come from under the roll. And it's like, damn it, Hank, just let me poop. And this is my experience, guys. I am living with someone who corrects. Hold on. I'm not done. I am living with someone. Yes, he barges in while Matt is pooping. <laughs> yes. Thank you for answering my question. Toilet roll preference. He corrects every single thing that I do. And that alone is difficult to deal with. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm a pretty prideful person. And I don't like to be told that every single thing I do is wrong. A couple things, an opinion here or there, something you know more about than I do, sure. I mean, I studied communications in college. I don't have a real degree. But no, I live with this guy who knows every single thing. The biggest problem is that every other person who knows him is like, oh, you live with Hank? Hank is the best. And there's nothing that I can say to convince the rest of the world that Hank is bad without me sounding like a terrible asshole. Because I hate Hank. Hank is the worst, but everybody loves him, and I can't be like, no, guys, you don't understand. Hank's too goddamn smart to live with, and it's painful to live with him. That just makes me sound like an asshole. And so here I am stuck with a roommate that is smarter than me, that everybody else loves, and then one day, one day he comes back from work, and he's seven feet tall and blue and furry. And now I live with a giant man dog. That's Hank. 
That's my roommate Hank, Hank McCoy, aka Beast, who I now very much live with. Are you sure he didn't just uh, buy it, buy a new fursona and and thought he'd try it out on you? Sona. Oh, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, we'll talk about it a little bit in the next question, but I'm sure, I'm sure that this is not this is not a suit. This is this man's existence. It's a very furry exoskeleton within which Hank McCoy lives. This this has a bad mouth feel and a bad ear feel. <laughs> fursona is a word that I didn't need to know. How oh, you have, didn't know how you, you didn't know fursona? fursona. I don't go to the same parts of the internet that you guys go to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. While you while you think on that, Todd, why don't you tell us about your terrible roommate and why what makes them so terrible? Yeah. Besides their seven foot tall blue fursona. <laughs> well, uh, when I put out my craigslist ad for a new roommate because apparently you only find roommates through craigslist ads and bulletin board postings especially um, here in 2020 yeah yeah i uh i listed you know just like a few major sticking points that i had and that you know that would include they must enjoy like a social life like they've got to be social people um i ask for them to be financially stable to be able to cover their half of the rent and i really wanted them to to be people who like playing card games or games in general but you know <laughs> card games and you know when i got when i got a hit from a username cards for life i you know who said that they checked all the boxes i thought hey like that's pretty cool you know i found an avid card game player and there are just some really great card games so like this will be fun this is fine and i i should have been tipped off by this person's immediate desire to move in as though they were on the run from something. And how this person kept calling me Cherie in all the email exchanges. Um, well, you know, I didn't really think... Just from, they're probably just from, uh, from Louisiana. Yeah, yeah they're just really, you know, really polite Louisianan. Yeah, yeah I, didn't, I didn't think much about it at the time, but how could I have known... Then when I met Remy, that I was getting the worst roommate. Kyle, let me tell you, Remy comes to the house uh, at all hours of the night with a near endless crowd of mysterious partners that just are dripping with moral ambiguity. <laughs> he holds these constant, never-ending, speakeasy-like poker games that end up with lamps broken and exploded. And he also just leaves dishes in the sink. That one is just like, that one's a little too much for me. But Kyle, for for those reasons and more, I need you to know that Remy LeBeau, also known as Gambit from the X-Men, is in fact the worst roommate that I have ever had. Is he now? Oh, that's the, the, the Cherie part was just the start. And then it got worse. I love, I love the idea that... You specifically s- seeked out a card, a card. game fan. Yeah. Well, because like okay, the kind of person, of- the ki- nope, <laughs> <laughs> the kind of person, the kind of person that is like defines their their personality by like I like card games versus like I like I enjoy playing card games when I have nothing else to do and I'm hanging out with my family. That's that, a gambler. <laughs> that's a compulsive either, that's gambler. Either one, that's either one a gambler, two a red flag, or three both. Yeah. Well, and like. In my defense, outside of this, like, this weird headspace we're living in, I really do enjoy playing card games, but it was not something that I would list as, like, my top three necessary things in a person. It's not a personality trait. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But as I was typing this out, I was like, huh, 
I'm I could have put myself in this own this trap is one that I could have set for myself. I also really like that we all chose X-Men because that was definitely not written out mm-hmm. in the prompt. That certainly happened on accident. Because yeah, if that yeah. was what I wanted, I would have framed it as like you moved into a mysterious mansion. <laughs> you you got a new roommate at uh, Professor Xavier's yeah. you know school, school for, for gifted, gifted children. It's just it, it's so easy just because like the X Men are so one like not one dimensional but like they one trick pony. Yeah, yeah, they all have yeah. a thing, a very specific yeah. thing. Yeah, they're just like Superman's my roommate. Uh, everything is melted. I don't know. <laughs> right. I uh, I just I like it because like you said, Kyle, it, it puts it in this frame of like. It's freshman move-in week at <laughs> Professor Xavier's, and we all went yeah. to high school together, but none of us roomed together, and we are all meeting in the, the dining hall for the first time, and are like, guys, guys, I don't know how I'm going to make it this year, because <laughs> this is yeah. the loser that I'm living with. Also, most of the X-Men are poor, so it's believable that they would need to, be a, <laughs> they need to get a roommate. Well, they all have fairly troubled pasts. Yeah, they're all, I mean, they're all orphans. They're, yeah, they're all runaways. Well, and there's yeah. always that issue... In, in a run of X-Men of where they like aren't fighting crime and hanging out at, at the mansion and you right. can and, and there's like there's receipts for how bad roommates yeah. they are. It's, yeah. it's Marvel's a, closest it's closest thing Marvel gets to real world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I would watch an X-Men real world Disney oh, Plus show. Hell yeah. I would watch the <laughs> shit out of an Absolutely. X-Men real world Disney Plus show. Absolutely. This has this has big um, Peter Holmes energy from when he did his YouTube series. Well, he did a TV show, but he did like the, all the videos are on YouTube of him interviewing different X Men and <laughs> them just talking about how like or it's X Men and just like you know comic characters and video game characters and just them talking about how terrible they are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the cat's out of the bag for some of you more than others, and you know your new roommate <laughs> is actually the secret identity of. A superhero. Um, so now that they aren't, there's no facade. They don't need to hide from you anymore. Um, how have things gotten worse living with your your superhero roommate? So yeah. So I mean, my roommate's eight feet tall and made of metal. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it was a shock. <laughs> um, after three broken couches and who knows how many shattered dishes and glasses this guy decides to reveal to me that he was one made of metal and two had super strength. Yeah, bud. Like I, I got it. I know I figured that out after couch. Number three was reduced to scraps. Um, I personally, I changed my tack. Uh, I commissioned a local local metalworking group to fashion a custom living room set out of heavy duty scrap metal. Um, it's functional. Uh, but as you can imagine, not super ideal for an actual <laughs> living room. So my entire life is laying on sharp metal. Now, I, I would be lying if I said that broken furniture was the worst part about all of this situation. You know, at the end of the day, like, it's not great. But I can deal with the metal furniture. I even bought him a set of his own stainless steel plates in one of those uh, one of those big metal tumblers that you get milkshakes in. You know, so so you can like, stop cleaning kind of out Target of their yeah. of their cheap yeah. plastic. Uh, so wire. like, yeah. So like, I I can deal with it. What I can't deal with is now that he's revealed to me that he's part of this massive super team of superheroes. 
Uh, he is not only a super team of superheroes, a super team of globetrotting super team heroes that fight evil all hours of the night. A super team I, of globetrotting super team heroes, super team yep. hero globetrotting. Yep. I'm, I haven't slept in months, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Every half hour I hear... <laughs> it's just constantly in and out, in and out, in and out. Explosion, explosion. Explosion, explosion. This never stops. It never stops. It never stops. And I can just hear it. I hear every every crack in the ground, every every tremor, every shake. The guy is made of metal. He's not quiet. He's not subtle. It's like you're living in Britain in World War II through the Blitzkrieg. Yeah. It's just it's just shaking all the time. My my life is I'm in I'm in trench warfare and I'm constantly hearing the shelling, the distant sound of shells. Just just <laughs> Just in all hours of the night, uh, it's 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 maddening. It's absolutely maddening. Yeah, I can imagine. Get, you know, half hour sleeps at a time, and I can't imagine what a custom all metal uh, living room set cost set you back either. <laughs> it's it's not great. Also, every time there's a thunderstorm, I imagine that I, my house is going to blow up. <laughs> yep. Um, sounds pretty bad, Andrew. I love the thought of Andrew going around with like little rubber booties and trying to ground <laughs> all of his furniture. Yeah. I have to call. I have to call uh, what, uh, armored armadillo with its rubber galoshes <laughs> to come and ground my apartment. Wow, get a out of here! Back. Whoa, oh, um, Matt, how how's Hank? How bad is it living with Hank, uh, the seven foot tall blue furry? Kyle, Kyle. So that's the thing, right? Is like. The first time he came home as a seven foot tall blue furry, I I didn't want to say anything because I wasn't sure. You know, I was like, first off, does he know? Like, is this is this new for him too? Is he aware? <laughs> does he know he's a furry? Second off, like, I don't wanna listen, I'm not here to kink shame anybody. Like, if that's if that's what you go and do, that's what you go and do. So I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit here and watch Netflix, and he's gonna walk in in this big blue fursuit, and he's probably gonna make some dinner and go to bed or whatever. <laughs> and so I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix, and I I hear him making food, but I hear him making a lot of food, like not just a little bit of food, like like maybe it sounds like it might be all the food, Kyle. And I I turn around, and it turns out it is all the food. It's all of his food. It's all of my food. And so now I've got this super smart roommate eating my food and he walks into the the living room with this trough of all of the things we own and says okay i'm gonna go take a shower and i'm like well i'm sure if you're if you've spent all day in that fursuit and you're about to put down that giant meat wad you probably need to shower hank (laughs) and so he goes and showers and i go back to watching netflix anyway i fall asleep on the couch and he goes to bed so i get up and I think to myself, well, I should probably move from the couch to my bedroom, but I think I need to pee first. And I go into the bathroom and I flip on the lights and Kyle, it's a goddamn horror show. (laughs) Everything is wrong. And that was when I discovered that it's not a fursuit, Kyle. He's blue and furry all the time because there's blue fur on the floor. There's blue fur in the shower. There's blue fur in the sink. I mean, listen, we've all had that roommate who shaves and then doesn't wash out the sink afterwards. Now imagine that, but it's electric blue and everywhere. Like, <laughs> n- not just in the sink, 
stink, but on all the things. Like, I flip open the toilet seat, and I suddenly have a furry seat cover. And I go to shower, and suddenly my shower's carpeted. It's bad. It's really, really bad. And that's pretty terrible on its own, but the other two things that have really been killing me since he became Beast is, one, he stopped wearing shoes, which is weird. It's really weird. Listen... Shaq wears shoes. I'm sure they make size 21. We can get you shoes, Hank. But no, he walks around barefoot all over the place and he picks things up with his toes and he uses his feet like hands, Kyle. And so I come in to the kitchen to make dinner and here's Hank reading a book, frying an egg with his feet. And now I don't want to touch the frying pan because it's got Hank's foot fungus all over the handle. It's a weird problem. I never thought I'd have living with what I thought was another human being. And then finally, I had gotten around everything. And I'm like, all right, maybe maybe I can live with this. I'll just buy my own utensils and I'll keep them all in my room and I'll just pull them out when I need to. Because I've done that with roommates before. Sure. Don't respect your things. You know, you just keep your box of shit in your room and pull it out as you need it. Well, then, then Hank started bringing girls over. And then it was a problem because I've lived with roommates who are loud, Kyle, but I've never lived with roommates who roar, who roar like actual animals. And it's uncomfortable. Our rooms share a wall and it's uncomfortable. Andrew, I get it that you your house shakes all the time. I wish that my house shook all the time and not just when Hank yelled at 2 a.m. when Suzanne was here, but it's really uncomfortable when your bed shakes because your roommate roars. And that is why the beast is the worst of the roommates. Yep. One time, Colossus brought over a woman and I think she died because he has a metal <laughs> penis. <laughs> so... Uh, so it took us how how long did it take us in this recording to talk about uh, uh, my thirty minutes? Hey. Yeah, I'd say 30, uh, 31 minutes to get to a metal Colossus, penis joke. Colossus metal penis. Yep, I didn't even write it write down Colossus metal penis. I just came up organic. Well, you knew so. though. You didn't. Mm, just because you didn't write it down doesn't mean you didn't intend to talk didn't, about. Didn't have it ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I always have Colossus's metal penis ready to go. <laughs> Kyle, please ask Todd the question now. <laughs> yeah. No, we're gonna live here for a minute and deal with, <laughs> deal with what Andrew sit in your brought, brought to the party. <laughs> if I learned anything from my counseling class in college, is that you need to sit with the things that make you uncomfortable a little bit to face your demons. Um, I think we've faced enough of our demons uh, yeah. now. Uh, Todd, tell us. Tell us how bad uh, Gambit is as a roommate now that now that he's not hiding it from you anymore. Yeah, so it didn't really take very long to figure out that Remy LeBeau is in fact the smooth talking Cajun uh, X Men Gambit. And wait, you know, how... hold on, question. Yeah, <laughs> did it not take long to realize he was Gambit, or did it not take long to realize he was a smooth talking Cajun? Like, <laughs> oh, did, I knew. Did you have I a couple knew days he was a smooth talking Cajun? <laughs> like, I imagine you had a couple days where you're like, I don't know what that accent is. I can't understand <laughs> what he's saying. But it sure is smooth. <laughs> he just keeps yelling jambalaya every ten minutes. It's really if, weird. If there, if there was anything. That would have like kept me from realizing that that he was a smooth talking Cajun. It would have been the fact that he showed up with a bow staff and a trench coat. <laughs> so maybe those are those were like the the bigger priority things. So you're asking, you know, how did I how did I find out? You ask. Well, 
I always did my best to just like stay in my room when he had his weird friends over with his endless rogues gallery of nefarious folk playing his late night dungeon poker. Um, well, one day dungeon poker. Yeah, like it was that real sketchy beginning of a movie poker. And so one day I asked if he wanted to play Munchkin with my group of friends. You know, that's a that's a card game. I like that. That's never caused a fight with anyone. And so if you've played Munchkin, you know how this goes, that after the third hour of all of us trying to keep each other from winning, I suddenly won when I flipped the Divine Intervention card as playing as a cleric, and I won. And it was at that moment, Kyle, that Gambit reached over, grabbed that winning card, made it light up bright purple, and launched it into the shared wall that we have with Apartment 4B. And so it blew a hole in the wall, and I, of course, told him that he was going to be paying for half the deposit, to, to which half, then he reached... the deposit? <laughs> well, I think it's a wall. That was nice it's a very, it's a very, I'm, this is, I'm pretending this is college Todd and he wasn't good with conflict. And so... Fair. So after I told him, hey, sir, you're going to pay for half the deposit, uh, to which then he reached over and kinetically charged our 42-inch flat screen as well. Now... There's just issues when you live with, with a mutant whose sole power is kinetically charging objects. Like, when I ask him to clean up the shit that just he just leaves around and then I leave the room, I'll hear an explosion happen shortly after I leave the room. And then he'll deny that he kinetically charged that <laughs> item into oblivion. No, that was you. You did that. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for example, pizza boxes, kinetically charged. Unfolded blankets, kinetically charged. My DVD copy of Talladega Nights, oh, kinetically charged. And every time I corner him, he says something like, oh, that was not me, Mona me. And I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't know why he says it, and I don't know what it means, but I'm getting really tired of this bow staff wielding, headband wearing, trench coat guy busting my shit, just blowing up shit, just touches it for a while, and then it blows up. Without the kinetic energy, you're really just mad at the fact that this this guy is playing games late at night while wearing a or while ha- wielding a bow staff and, and wearing, wearing a, a trench coat. Yeah. yeah, which is which I, is just me and my friends in tenth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I don't have an issue with his late night games. I have an issue with him playing the kind of late night games where someone's going to threaten to cut your foot off if you lose. Like, he's playing that level Todd's of poker. tired of finding blood yeah. on the carpet in the yeah. morning. Yeah, but, I mean, you said that, like, you wanted him to clean up the pizza boxes, and he made them explode, so I guess technically, like, they weren't there anymore. They aren't there anymore. Okay, so one out of three, like, that's, that's fine, but they don't really explode till they hit something. That's probably the issue. They don't just, like disintegrate this isn't just like woo 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 they're gone he's throwing he's throwing pizza bombs around your apartment <laughs> what if now, he throws one pizza box at the other pizza box so that's Same good question. problem Birds. solving that's good problem solving remy is not a problem solver in that way the only that's since a challenge we do not have a great apartment but our fridge is old and durable so it just has a bunch of blast radius like black smudges from pizza boxes smashing into it <laughs> 
We're also just not getting the deposit back. Oh, man. No. If we get no, that X-Men real-world TV show, I want their fridge to be made of titanium or tungsten or whatever the fuck. Because like I, tungsten. I want it to be this this box that no matter what they do to it, it never gets injured. I like that Everything is broken except for the except fridge. Except the fridge. I just love, I love how nonsense the description of Gambit's powers are. Oh, Kinetically I, charging. Yeah. Inorganic material is nonsense. I did a deep dive into it, and like I've always thought that it was just like, oh, he charges small items and throws it. It didn't really limit what he can charge. No. It just takes longer to charge big items. Yeah. So like <laughs> if like that's the trade-off here with Gambit. Like, I gotta be careful not to piss him off too much, or he'll just like he'll blow up starfish. Your car. He'll starfish himself on the carpet and just start vibrating. And he'll be like, <laughs> I'm gonna blow up this whole goddamn apartment. And I'm gonna be like, Remy, what are you doing? And he's gonna be like, Home on me. And I'll be like, Remy. <laughs> That's what I got. So I can understand how your IKEA furniture being compromised or blue hair could also be bad, but everything that surrounds me could be a bomb at this point in my life. At least at least Remy doesn't have a metal penis. <laughs> you got him there. Are you are you proud of yourself? Is this, is this a little is this what you wanted? I mean, we're three years in. This is yeah. this is basically yeah. part of the course. Are you surprised? Um yeah. I think is this is it is, is this where we send off the alarm that says we took three years to actually talk about a metal penis in our podcast, or have we done that before? Uh, Kyle, later on, can you insert some, some <laughs> celebration a, noise? A supercut, a supercut yeah. of all the times we've talked about metal penises before today is what I feel we're... like. I feel like we had to have, but I'm also thinking we might not have. I can't think of an example, but I'm sure that we have. I wouldn't. I'm with Matt. I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. But yeah. I can't let me, think let me of it. maybe maybe I should we should say we have definitely talked about inorganic penises before. <laughs> maybe that not, is true. Maybe not one made of a metallic alloy, but we've definitely talked about inorganic penises. One hundred percent. All right, you I guys know we've talked about cloacas. Nope, nope. We're moving on, and you guys can't take it anymore. You got to get rid of this roommate. But. For some reason, you wrote a really tight, airtight sublease contract that they signed, and you can't afford to give them this month's rent back if you kick them out because they're blowing your things up or just breaking all your furniture or shedding it, or, or you gotta, you gotta pay to get all the animal hair removed from your shag carpet. Um, so you've got to come up with a plan, a plan to get them out of there. What supervillain scheme? have you come up with to drive them out of your so-called fortress of solitude, Andrew? So back when I was younger, I had an MRI done to investigate a weird spot in my head. It turned out to be benign, no big deal. But I remembered that it was described to me as a super high-powered magnet. And when I w before I took the test, I had to disclose if I had a pacemaker or any other type of metal in my body even like my car keys i couldn't have a ring on you know because it would effectively per description of the the text be ripped out of my insides sure so i have been trolling this site on the dark web that auctions off used hospital equipment this sounds terrible <laughs> good start <clears throat> Uh, Where are you, you leading us? You've got us you all by the hand, just walking us through a field. You said supervillain scheme. Um, it's been some time, but I finally got a hit on an MRI machine that I could procure through some back channels. 
So I would like to propose that I lure him in there, and uh, if what I assume will happen happens, he will literally be ripped apart, rendering him virtually oh, indistinguishable from the scrap metal that makes up our very living room. I just, wow. I just told you to kick him out, not kill the guy. Well, he's made of metal. He's 500 pounds. How am I going to kick him out? That's fair. Um, and he's such a nice dude, and he trusts me implicitly. I, <laughs> I hate to do this, but I just want to lay on a real couch and get some but, sleep. But I haven't I gotten more than 20 minutes of sleep in the last three months. I, I, can't I don't feel good else. about it, but you said supervillain schemes, so MRI machine. How much... How much is a back channel dark web MRI machine, Andrew? Uh, 30,000 Bitcoin and <laughs> randomly assorted scrap metal made, made up, in, making up into a couch. You actually just get the plans. You have to 3D print it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like getting an emulator. As long as you have the emulator, you can download the ROMs for free. It's I fine. think it just runs on a cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, how are you driving a good old scientist hank mccoy out of your apartment yeah kyle so i decided that i would solve all of my problem or i would solve this problem the way i have been solving all of my problems in this weird made-up universe and go to another young political activist rally i don't know just go with me so i'm i was gonna go to this <laughs> lightning <young> strikes twice <laughs> sure i'm in i I'm, was i buy it Great. I was going to go to this young political activist rally, right? And I was talking to Hank and I was like, I feel obligated. I'm going to go to this thing. Do you want to come to this thing? And Hank was like, oh, no, no, no. Those people are they're too radical. They are. They are too extreme for me. I don't I won't associate with them. And I was like, that's weird. I feel like I feel like those people and, and us people are going like for the same we're both trying to we're trying to do the same things, Hank. And he's like, no, too, <laughs> too extreme. I'm not going. So I went to my first meeting. They called it the Brotherhood. I went to meet the Brotherhood. And it was a lot of really like minded individuals like myself. And I started Yikes. talking to other people Ooh. at this. It's God, it's a super like minded villain. is just a tough <laughs> yeah. thing to have thrown out. All yeah. right, fine. I'll, I'll rescind that word. I'm just trying to make a Brotherhood's a mutant joke. All right. Just let me know. <laughs> we know. Um, <laughs> So I go to this meeting and I start talking to people and and I'm getting to know people and I meet this really nice girl. Her name is Raven Darkholm. And I'm talking to this nice girl named Raven Darkholm and I'm like, I'm living with this guy. He's giving me giving me nothing but headaches. And she's like, who is it? And I was like, um, his name is Hank, Hank McCoy. And she's like, oh, oh, I know Hank McCoy. And suddenly, all of this weight is lifted off my chest. I have met someone who understands the kind of chachiness that I put up with every day because no one else that I talk to will believe me that Hank sucks. Everybody's like, Hank is the best. But no, my girl Raven is like, no, Hank is the worst. Well, I start talking to Raven, and it turns out that her and Hank have a little bit of history. And that's why Hank hates the Brotherhood so much because... She and him used to like, I don't know, hook up back before he turned seven feet in blue. So oh, I decided. That's so Raven. <laughs> nice. I can't. I'm done. I'm out. I can't. I can't do anything better than that. That was really good. Excellent, Kyle. Wow. That was really, really good. Um, 
yeah, I'm I'm gonna bring Raven back to my apartment. We're gonna start hanging out. We're gonna be friends. I'm gonna join two extreme a radical group. You you your joke was better than anything I yeah. could have possibly come up with. So thank you. I'm done. It's Raven Darkoma's mystique. If that needs to go in there, I'm referencing X Men First Class. Check all the boxes. I, I actually didn't know that, so thank you for clarifying. Now, Matt, one thing to be careful of: a cult, in order to get you to join, will will say anything. So can you be sure that this just isn't a, a cult trying to get you to join or is this a legitimate connection that you've made? Sounds like a real win-win situation <laughs> from Raven here. Because because I, because I everyone said that my plan was a little dark, but Matt is probably joining a death cult. Matt well, might no, be oh, in a cult. We, we didn't say death cult, and you actually you talked said about death killing cult, a guy. Andrew. Yeah, I, did, so, I, I didn't say the words death cult. <laughs> if you, didn't you just say the words death cult? Um, I think you heard what you wanted to hear. Listen, I'll do anything to get rid of my roommate. If that means joining a cult or perhaps a multi-level marketing scheme, sure, I'm in. I'm not going to kill him, Andrew Henderson. <laughs> I'm not going to kill him by ripping him apart with a super magnet. But I, I would join a cult. Yeah, if it means getting rid of my roommate, I'll join a cult. Sure. <laughs> I'll, join, I'll join a cart right there. I'll join three cults. <laughs> I don't see how that's better, but that's fine. You just, it's just I don't a slower know how burn. you don't see that's better. It's just a slower burn. You, it's one and done. Like, you just you just split him apart and he's done. Like, it's fine. Yikes. But you're going to... You you're just gonna commit a murder. <laughs> yeah. Well, a premeditated murder. <laughs> like, well, you're committing murder and I'm just violating bro code. Like I'm just being friends with my roommates. I don't think I don't think I don't think introducing someone and joining a cult is but the implication no. of joining a cult. Todd, or joining a Todd, you must not be. You must not know all the knows, rules. Of who knows the yeah, thing that I the thing that it. the cult's going to make you make you do? I mean, you can't just like you can't just join Scientology to like hang out with Tom Cruise for a day. Doesn't and then you're the out. Brotherhood of Mutants want to kill all the non mutants? Okay. Plus, Andrew's got an MRI machine now. He can start a small business out of his house where he gets free right. MRI scans. That's right. That's yeah, there's funding for that machine. I went to one meeting. I didn't join. I went to one meeting. I met a nice girl, and if she's gonna hang out with me outside of the cult meeting, that's fine. I don't have to go back. You you can't just get the personality test, Matt. You gotta mm. go the full. You gotta go on the. Sh you gotta do the. You gotta cruise, get the you gotta feet take and the read classes. reading. Yeah. yeah, the feet. And reading. <laughs> Kyle, can I go? Oh God, Todd still has to go. Yeah, Todd. Yeah. Um, how are you? How are you driving this compulsive gambler? Gambler who blows your your possessions <laughs> up out of your house. So we've currently got murder and betraying bro, cult, bro code slash joining a cult. Um, More of I've, the first, less of the second. I've got I've got two good options, and I want to list them off to you so that you know dealer's choice. So ha uh, ha, ha that's a, that wasn't on purpose. Um, so for the first one, historically, uh, go figure Gambit in the Marvel lore has a long running history of making bad deals with shady individuals. Who would have guessed? <laughs> who who could have who could have seen that one coming? So option one is that I'm going to sucker him into losing a game of poker with my best friend. Nathaniel Essex, who is the well-known evil mutant geneticist, Mr. Sinister. So you may be asking, what are they betting? Well, the loser gets a lobotomy done by the winner. Oh, so yikes. that's what we have going on here. Now, you might Whoa. be thinking Gambit is probably a good card player. That's probably real. Um, how will he lose? Well, Mr. Sinister has telepathic powers and can manipulate minds as is. So I'm going to get Mr. Sinister to give Gambit a lobotomy. 
bottom me and then he'll leave. That's I, option okay. one. I that, think that joining a cult is yeah. way less dangerous than yeah. murder and lobotomy. Okay, but I didn't I didn't do the lobotomy. <laughs> you bought the lobotomy. That's true. He is a good point. He's not directly responsible. <laughs> He's only an accessory to lobotomy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, secondhand, secondhand lobotomy. Andrew's just murder. His total... Well, I didn't do the murder. The MRI machine, MRI machine did. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just paying the MRI machine. Yeah. I, I mean, Mr. Sinister, my MRI machine just yeah. did it. It's, it's, my, got, it's got Google eyes and it says <laughs> yeah, Mr. Sinister and on and it. A, and a dangerous mustache. <laughs> Um, that's actually lore too. Like that's part of his origin story. He was lobotomized by Mr. Sinister because he was too powerful. I'm oh. just going again. We're just double dipping from the lore, boys. That's just all this is. <laughs> going back to our okay. So option one wasn't great. Option two, I'm gonna you annoy can't just him. Give two co- answers no, to the question. No, you, you're that's gonna want answer. option two. Okay, you're that's gonna your want answer. option two. Then this is okay. This isn't murder. It's not murder. All right, well, that's a step up. Yeah. All right, whatever okay. Todd wins is an so, asterisk. So, <laughs> so option, two option two, we're actually going to take steps just to annoy him to the point that he leaves. And so how are we going to do that? Well, I went to Trader Joe's this morning, and now I'm wrapping all of his cards in plant-based organic card sleeves so that he can't kinetically charge them <laughs> unless he takes the time to remove each and every sleeve. Because in my mind, that's the closest thing to like upper decking a terrible roommate that you could do for Gambit. So that's what that's that's the other. If you don't like murder, I came but, with options. But like everything, you're just gonna he's, like you're he's gonna like make everything. yeah he's like scotch guarding everything so he can't it's, he yeah, can't charge yeah. it. It's like if you've got a cat that scratches shit and you spray it. You spray the shit with like <laughs> with like a spray yeah. so it won't touch it. If I if I if I wrap all the stuff with this like rolled bamboo wrapping paper then mm-hmm. he just can't charge it see that's that's what i was looking for oh but you guys you went right mur- to murder i never said death cult andrew <laughs> said death you didn't cult. not not say death cult you, you referenced i mean kyle you asked what super villain scheme which <laughs> super villain is really into bamboo I, I bet mean, there's one. You Do you want me to search? Because there's <laughs> going to be one. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I'm just saying it's real recently that supervillains started actually killing superheroes. So I was, I, I guess I'm naive for assuming you guys wouldn't kill your roommates. Kyle wanted a ah, fo- foiled again sort of situation. Exactly. <laughs> if All you're right, curious, well, it's the bamboo monkey from New Earth of the DC Universe. Good oh. lord. He's he's a member of the Brotherhood of the Fist. I'll tell you what. I'll, since since we're doing two answers, uh, my entire apartment is now cotton candy, and nothing can break, and everything is quiet. Yay! We live on a cotton candy cloud. Wouldn't Done. Colossus and you Shut just up, fall? We, so we need to go to a break, guys. But desperately, before, desperately, before we need to go, go to a break, a break and do a soft reset on all of our our moods. Um, we'll, we'll, I'll throw out the super secret bonus question. So your plans to get, to kick them out of all failed. They are, they are claiming squatters rights. They are here in your apartment for good. The only thing that's going to get them separate from you, you is you moving out, but or murder or murder apparently. Um, but in, in an even worse twist of fate, um, they all have pulled the ultimate bad roommate move and invited a friend to stay for only a couple of weeks, all in quotes. 
And now you have this even bigger loser crashing on your couch, not paying rent. Who, who did they invite? And why are they a worse roommate than the bad roommate you already ended up with? Um, we will take that right after the break. Hey, everyone. Sorry if you were expecting the Wii Shop music. Lucky for you, there are like a thousand and a half covers on YouTube and Spotify and wherever else you stream music. I'm here today to tell you that we would like to fill this slot with something other than the Wii Shop music. We've sort of reached the point with this podcast that we would really love to take on a sponsor or two. And we're not looking for your quips or your lawnmowers or your purple mattresses, although I would very much like at least two of those three things. I'll let you decide which two. We are looking for indie creators in the nerd space just like us. We are not trying to get rich off this show. We just want to help spread indie nerd culture around the globe. So if you are someone who makes dice, if you are an artist who takes commissions, if you have a video game or nerd or comic related brand, we would love to run an ad for you on the show. We've put together some sponsorship packages, and we've made sure to keep the price point low enough that people like us would be able to afford it. So if you have any interest in advertising with us, or you know someone who might, shoot us an email and get in touch at debatethiscast at gmail.com. All right, we're back. So guys, your already terrible roommate has invited an even worse roommate to come crash on your couch rent-free eating all your leftovers and and upper deckering your toilet for no apparent reason. Um, I think you put an extra ER into upper decking, but I kind of liked it better. Upper decking. <laughs> it's upper <laughs> decking and I won't and I I will die on that hill. Um Andrew, who is your new terrible um your new terrible couch surfer? Well, Kyle, I I noted earlier Peter's character, I mean, Peter is a very good person, right? He's very accommodating. He's very patient. Um, and and that, a person like that gets easily taken advantage of. Um, also, a person like that apparently doesn't fall for cheap ruses of uh, <laughs> fake MRI machines, so go figure. <laughs> but I, in these last couple of weeks, I can't tell you how many times... I'm, I wake up in the morning trying to get ready for work, and I have to tiptoe around this piece of shit alcoholic friend, passed out <laughs> drunk on our couch, smelling like he actually lives in a swamp. This dude also, he has 10-inch claws that protrude from his hands, so I guess it's a good thing that all our furniture is made of metal, <laughs> <laughs> except his... Something about his claws can even break the metal. I don't know. Um, they they stay up late at night drinking vodka shot after vodka shot, and they just keep yelling, fastball special. I don't know what that means, but it's really fucking annoying. Um, Peter's super obnoxious, alcoholic piece of shit friend, Wolverine, you couldn't get that earlier. That's the reveal. Uh, won't, won't leave, and he sucks. Yeah, it sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. I mean, uh, no one can tell me otherwise. I think living with Wolverine, living with Wolverine would suck. Yeah, yeah. I think he's probably the right answer to this question. Actually. Someone, someone who's lived for however many hundred years mm-hmm. that Wolverine has lived has a permanent cloud of cigar smoke following him, and does yeah. not give a single yep. shit about you or anything else. Yep. Yeah. Does, 
does anybody talk about like Wolverine has to smell, right? Like he has well, that's, to. Oh, and that's they, what I was saying. It comes like, up. It comes up. Okay. Then yeah. he's got a like constant like wet dog smell almost. Yeah. 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 I just read on a very weird Wikipedia question when I googled which Marvel hero is the hairiest that apparently in Marvel canon <laughs> it is said that Wolverine is in fact hairier than Beast and somebody else named Sasquatch um, he, he is the hairiest Sa- Sasquatch is the Canadian um, Ursa Major if the, sure yep. yep sure because why wouldn't it be yeah <laughs> great Alpha Flights uh, yeah Ursa Major yeah yeah, yeah. Um, Matt who is who is your terrible, your terrible couch surfer? Well, funny enough, you just brought him up, actually. Uh, his name is Mikhail Ursus, and he is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to Hank, and I was like, Hank, you got to lay it on me, man. When you moved in here, you were this, like, I don't know, six foot one squirrely dude, and now you're a seven foot tall blue monkey. How did that happen? And he told me that he was actually doing research on how to inverse the uh, mutant genetic mutations. So he was trying to undo people's mutations. And he wanted to continue to work on that, but all of his test subjects backed out, and so he tested the serum on on himself, and it made it much worse. And now he is a giant blue monkey. And I was like, man, that sucks. He's like, yeah, but it's okay. I found this other guy who also is interested in not being a mutant anymore, and he's going to come stay with us for a while. And I was like, ah, that's we didn't there was a roommate agreement and we didn't talk about that. And I don't I don't know that I'm into that. And then a bear showed up, an actual goddamn bear, Kyle. (laughs) And now I live with this guy who calls himself Ursa Major, who is a bear all the time, is actually a bear all the time and is drunk constantly just constantly drunk and angry and is a bear and so now i live with an actual bear and a a little homophobic matt no no don't don't do that we're not doing that listen we've talked about a lot of shit and you put me in a death cult but i'm not gonna fall into the homophobic trap i'll stand for death cult i will not stand for this bit exactly yes uh so i am i am living with an actual bear and an actual seven foot tall blue hairy monkey man who break all my things and are drunk all the time and there's just hair there's just hair everywhere (laughs) matt can't stress enough how much hair is on every surface of his apartment i cannot listen okay actual personal anecdote out of character that i feel is important i am a large hairy man look at me i have a lot of hair and i have a lot of beard and everyone that i've ever lived look with. look at him on this audio podcast <laughs> look at me um everyone that i've ever lived with has been like listen you cannot leave your hair all over the place and so i Bro, it me it me so hard. right i've lived my whole life making sure that like i clean up after myself and when i trim my beard there's not beard hair everywhere and i don't leave uh, hair in the shower and all that and i cannot stand when i live with people who just leave their hair all over the place oh it's the worst i hate it i hate it it's a very real world problem that i'm applying to this very fake world (laughs) podcast that we are doing that was that was the goal that was the goal to dig up some some deep seated repressed anger at old roommates um Todd, who who does Gambit bring to to mooch off of your generosity and kindness? So Remy, unsurprisingly, went on a string of big losses 
in his underground extinguish a cigarette in your eye if you lose a hand <laughs> games of poker that he plays to the point that he ended up inviting one of the guys from the games to move in just for a little bit while they figure something out but it's cool so it's fine was what he said but he said it in a cajun accent and then he called me he called me sherry again and i was like please stop <laughs> and so kyle remy invited this guy named Fed- frederick j dukes to sleep on my futon uh, he goes by fred uh well fred dukes is better known as the blob and he has become a permanent fixture kyle this oversized leotard wearing extra large living love sack of a human just exists <laughs> taking up approximately half of our 500 square foot apartment and kyle boy is there a smell there's a smell he's more smell than man and he's a lot of man <laughs> Is that, is that it? Just, That's it, Kyle. Just got a big, a new big smelly, big smelly roommate. A big smelly beanbag of a man lives in my apartment now. Which opens up the original question: Who's got the worst smell? Mm. Uh, I would still, I would still argue, by and large, it's got to be Wolverine. I don't know. Um, a guy who, a guy who proudly calls himself the Blob can't, yeah, yeah. can't smell great. Here's a strange, weird thing I just learned about the Blob from Wikipedia. Apparently, he has his own personal gravity field. Yeah, that's so his power. Is, is he is he is super strong and unmovable as long as he's touching the ground. Something I like think that. that's hmm. sure, but like, yeah. all all I can think of is like I'm sure that this man has things that just exist in his gravitational bubble <laughs> that that do not help that smell. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, it's I not know. it's not great, and that's the thing too. If we want him to leave, there's a very short laundry list of heroes that can actually get him to move. <laughs> Uh, the list that Wikipedia gave me is Hulk, Juggernaut, and Strong Guy. Um, although <laughs> Colossus has managed to lift Dukes by digging underground and raising up the earth that he was on. Because that's how science works. You sometimes have to do uh, some like Thor's hammer shenanigans to, to beat Blob <laughs> and like yeah. not Elevator's lift him. not worthy yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. This is all pretty terrible. Before we go into our our final thoughts, a quick aside on Blob. There in in the Age of Apocalypse alternate alternate universe, Nightcrawler once killed him by teleporting a shark into inside him. Oh, that's awesome! What? <laughs> yeah. Whoa. In that in that continuity in that continuity, um, Nightcrawler is much more cutthroat and and harsh. So he he teleports a shark inside Blob, and it eats him from the inside out. I just imagine Nightcrawler does that to every bad guy. Like, he's constantly got, like, a large barrel or something close by. He's like, I got this one. Like, he just teleports it, it, like a car, inside someone. Yeah. Um, so, um, we're, we're going we're gonna to wrap this up and decide who had the worst roommate. Um, give me your final arguments before we, before we make that decision. Andrew. Uh, just a quick update. I decided I didn't have the heart to uh, murder uh, Peter. Uh, what's his last name? Rasputin. Um, he's he's just he doesn't deserve it. He's he's a nice dude. I know that he tries hard. However, I would totally fucking murder Wolverine in a heartbeat. <laughs> that guy sucks. Is that, is that your final? Is that your final yeah, spot? Uh, MRA machine could still work. It still plays. Okay, we, we're good. We're All good. Right. Uh, Matt. Kyle, I would like to I would like for you to imagine waking up in the morning 
on on let's call it a Saturday that you don't have to work and you go to the bathroom and you think, you know, I've slept in. I got a decent amount of sleep last night. I'm going to clean up. I'm going to make myself look presentable for this week and I'm going to shave my beard and you flip on the lights of the bathroom and in the sink, in the sink is a a blue carpet and you <laughs> are disgusted, but you take a towel and you you wipe the hair out of the sink and there's just more hair. There's just more hair in the sink after you wipe it out. There's just always hair. It's the worst. It's it is the worst possible roommate situation. Constant hair. All right. Todd. <laughs> Kyle, what is your favorite non-living object? The thing that means most to you. The thing that you cherish more than anything else. Maybe it's a treasured uh, an item that has a treasured memory attached to it. <laughs> Maybe it is something of great value like your first guitar. Is this a back to co- back to school icebreaker? First day icebreaker? <laughs> no, no. No, it could be, but it's not. Yeah, we'll we'll say it's my it's my first guitar that I still have and brought with me to Colorado. Why not? The thing you care most about. Yeah. yeah. So, with these other two, you see what you're getting. They're large people that'll just ruin your apartment in some way shape or form. I'm presenting to you a guy. A guy who's just not pleasant <laughs> to be around. And I'll tell you what, Kyle, he's not going to break your furniture accidentally. He's not going to leave hair around accidentally. He's going to purposely take your guitar and kinetically charge it in front of you. And then what's your second favorite non-organic item in your life? Like your, your recording microphone, yeah, computer? Sure. He's going to take your favorite first thing and then smash it into the second thing, Kyle. Because he doesn't <laughs> care about you or anything else. That's why he deserves to get a lobotomy by Mr. Sinister. And that's why he's the worst roommate you could have. Okay. You realize that other roommates can just smash things. Like, you don't have to be a superhero in order to smash things. Oh, yeah, but mine's, mine's very, very particular and intentional that he can just do it in his way. It's It's... He has to think about it. Mm-hmm. He he puts more effort into smashing things. He had to, go, he had to put things. energy, kinetic energy, into doing this. I mean, me throwing thing a thing is also putting kinetic energy into it. <laughs> I, I said it's just what not Andrew making said. It. That's it's not, just not that's hypercharging not it with neon. No, this is not what the Andrew same said thing. is correct. Kinetically charged <laughs> yeah. is it? Is it? That's like that's comic book words. Yeah, it's it's comic book nonsense. <laughs> yeah. We already okay, know. Kyle, Kyle, kinetic Kyle. energy is a science term. Like that's a thing. It's just not neon pink. If that's not bad <laughs> enough, energy. if that's not bad enough, Gambit is the worst roommate ever because he constantly asks you to sit down and keep watching the single scene of him doing card tricks from X Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> he makes you keep watching that scene, Kyle. No, that sucks. A, a fate worse than death. That's real bad. Yeah. You're you got me there. Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. Uh, I guess think about which one of you has the worst roommate. And while I'm doing that, um, we're going to do good vibes. So, Andrew, kick us off on good vibes. <laughs> this is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Um, Have you listened to this show before? <laughs> Matt, your, your, your slow wind up to re- reveal Beast was very good. And I, I tried really hard not to ruin it, but it was just, it was excellent. Thanks. From, from from starting as a political activist or whatever. <laughs> to, uh, very good. Um, Beast would be insufferable to live with, to say the least. As a hairy person myself, I know how <laughs> infuriating it is to to 
walk in and see the sink covered in little in little hairlets um because i know that it's not impossible to clean like up after first yourself persona it's not good well it's, it's not it doesn't have a good earful ear can't, feel. can't pull that back into your mouth now mm-hmm. it's there mm-hmm. um I couldn't but help to get the imagery of actually living with a Muppet. (laughs) (laughs) That per the uh, blue eagle. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Sam the eagle. Sam Sam the eagle, or like Grover from from. Yeah, Grover's probably better. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Uh, Gambit. Gambit is Gambit is a ridiculous superhero, and way to call out him being a ridiculous uh, uh, super roommate. The the kinetic energy thing is very funny. I like I I laughed hard at uh at him throwing something at your shared wall and then the <laughs> assumption that you guys would split it down the middle. <laughs> that wasn't even supposed to be part of the joke. That was just my own insecurities coming out. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and having lived together, I think that tracks. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> hey, uh, did you? Did you drink the beer that was mine? It's fine if you did. Yeah, but it's like... okay. Like three of them were for you. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, that was that was really funny. I I love too the idea uh, that I don't know if this is canon, comic book canon, but like the picture that you painted is Gambit like living in the Rounders universe where like every that might have been that reference might have been only for me but um it might have been the 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 idea that like there's all these underground poker games that he just like can't hold himself back from. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that part of the canon? Is that legit? Uh, I mean, I think it is. Like, yeah. I, I, I did a lot of research into his like history and like just what he's done. But it, it doesn't talk a lot about his poker games. But I just assume that's just a thing. If he's yeah. if he's Gambit, he was created as his his one dimension is right, right. Oh, the he's, cards. He's like he's like in a thieves guild. Yeah, like every yeah. X Men issue I've seen him in, mm-hmm. they have to go collect him by going to. A, a back alley gambling hall where someone gotcha. is playing Russian roulette and and high stakes knife poker. Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's like everyone who's ever played a rogue in D anD. d Yeah, they exactly. Like can't, yeah, can't stop themselves from playing games of chance. Anyway, good stuff. Um, Matt, good vibes. Yeah, yeah. Um, Andrew Colossus was very good. Colossus was also on my short list today. Um, partially. And I'm really glad that you brought it up, but partially because of the way he was portrayed in Deadpool as just being like too goddamn nice. And I really like that Um, because I I did not consume as much X-Men media growing up as a lot of people in our generation did. I just kind of missed X-Men. And so I didn't really realize that Colossus was insufferably kind until (laughs) Deadpool. And I really like that about the character. So I appreciate that you also went for the nice guy roommate that you can't stand in the same but very different way than I did. I thought that was really good. Um, Yeah. Todd, Gambit, what a good pull. Uh, Such a good pull that seven attempts later, we still don't have a Gambit movie. Um, But you you brought him to this podcast, and that's important. Uh, I like Gambit a lot because Gambit throws cards, and that's it. And that's his whole shtick. And so, and that's why there hasn't been a Gambit movie. Because yeah. you get 15 <laughs> minutes of that movie in, and you're like, yeah. wait, what do we do now? Right. Yeah. There's a there's a whiteboard in some studio where it's just like question marks, like Gambit, and then three lines to like cards, both staff, trench coat, and then a bunch of question marks. Channing what do we Tatum do with it? Circled Channing, in the corner. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Yeah, but that's really good because I 
think of characters that are as one-dimensional as Gambit and don't always think of, like, I wonder what kind of person they would be. And I'm glad that you did that today. That was very good, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I would I would definitely reiterate some of the things that you both have already said. Andrew, with Colossus, again, just being unimaginably, <laughs> unimaginably helpful, but bad at everything else. Like... Yeah. Like he, like, he crushes your couch and doesn't even know. He's like, I crushed couch. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I sit on couch. He's I, like, I, I do dishes make... tonight. It's my turn to do chores. Oh, please, no. No, no, no. no, no, no I got it. It's no. fine, really. Just keep watching Friends. It's fine. I also, yeah, uh, you. <laughs> your follow-up of of him uh, and Wolverine just getting absolutely tanked. And then, like, because he's made of metal and Wolverine can't die, just throwing Wolverine at shit, like, just over and over and over. And he, like, uh, he like you come out, you pop your, your head out the door. He's like, ooh, is, ooh, we, we, we wake you. Oh, it's, it's fun. You join. And then, like, <laughs> like we pull a shot for you. It's, like, yeah. <laughs> it's two in the morning. I have to work. <laughs> and and I, I think, again, on, then on the other side for Matt, I'm just imagining it's it's Beast is always Kelsey Grammer to me. He's never not Kelsey <laughs> yeah, Grammer yeah. to me. Even before he was, he was. Yeah, even before then. And so for me, I'm just imagining you coming home and Frasier's hanging upside down in your living room and blue and telling you how wrong you are about something. And I think I would snap. Like that is that is like the white knuckled grabbing the steering wheel kind of anger of like you come home and you're like, oh, like, you know. Like, I got off work, and, and then I, I picked up this, and he's mm, well, actually, that's actually not, and you're like, I'm going to murder you, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and so um, I thought that Hank McCoy would also be a very bad roommate, but then the hair thing is also terrible. Um, before I make my decision, I just want to express my frustration, my 10-year-old frustration now at how excited I was when Kelsey Grammer got cast as Beast in um, X-Men 3. And then he only got like six seconds of screen time yeah. as Beast. Yeah, um, that was that was the beginning of my disillusionment of life. He had the cool fight in in X Men Three that we pretend never happened. Like he yeah, had some exactly. cool fight stuff then, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah. He, six seconds of screen time. I, yeah, it's, it, X Men Three is still the last X Men movie that I've seen. <laughs> it, it was in fact the Man, last yeah. stand. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Todd, I forgot to say also, uh, you referenced X-Men the Wolverine and I referenced X-Men First Class and I'm glad that we both talked about X-Men movies everyone wants to forget. So thank you for that. First, I enjoyed that. First Class is salvageable. Days yeah, of I Future like, Past is like probably First still Class. the best to come out in a while. Yeah. Don't like Andrew, if you're going to watch anything, First Class is worth watching. Um, but Days of Future Past is very good. And then nothing ever came out else. of the X-Men studio after that. Um, speaking of, uh, what was it? Maisie Williams retweeted a, a <laughs> yeah. review of the New Mutants and said, this might be the worst superhero movie ever made. She oh, no. Said, she retweeted and said, now in theaters. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Seems like a must watch. <laughs> yeah, so if good. you can share that in our Discord, that would be great because I, I, I didn't see that. Yeah. Oh, it's very good. All right, guys. So I, I've, I've decided which one of you has the worst roommate. Um, and you all, you all brought, brought very bad roommates today, but it, it is Matt, um, Hank yeah! McCoy, <laughs> Hank McCoy, AKA the, the beast, AKA furry enthusiast is, is the worst roommate for all the reasons Matt listed. It's the, the excessive body hair left around everything. It's the know-it-all attitude, the constantly correcting you and, and the desire, the fact that he's just so bad that Matt felt joining a death cult was the only way out of out of that trap 
So can uh, I can I add something to that real quick to make yeah. this extra bad? Because that's what we need. So you said Beast's body hair, and so you know how he wears like the leotard, like mm-hmm. or just like the the speedo. My, in my mind, Matt, when you've walked into the bathroom <laughs> to find all the blue hair on the ground, he just walks out and visibly not shaved. <laughs> He's still very, very, very blue, but wearing just the speedo. It's and a lot, you of, walk it's in a lot of blue pubes, is what Todd is. Saying. <laughs> 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 I wasn't gonna say. I wanted to leave something to the imagination. Nope. <laughs> nope. And I really wanted to say blue pubes, so that's the compromise we worked out. So. Th- Thank you, everyone, for listening to Debate This. Follow along with the argument on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at DebateThisCast. And as we've said before, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash DebateThisCast. Um, we have all kinds of goodies there. We keep continuing our Forbgorf in the Office Drones D&D campaign of regular office workers in a D&D setting. It's very fun. Um, until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm Andrew, Shadow of the Colossus Penis Henderson. <laughs> I'm Matt, my favorite Avenged Sevenfold song, Beast and the Hairlit Cole. And I'm Todd, Hot Dremel Action Thomas. <laughs> uh, we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think we're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. Avenged Sevenfold reference, did not see it coming. <laughs> <laughs>